live and local. It's the Drive Guys. Watch the show on YouTube.com slash Sacktown Sports 1140. Or listen on the Sacktown Sports app. Jay Triano is going to join us just a moment. Kings assistant coach. Drive Guys here. As far as last night goes, you know, it's a tough day for Kings fans. Hard to understand loss last night. Uh, and then, of course, nothing going on today at the trade deadline. As far as last night, you know, I, there's no defending it. The Kings didn't defend anybody last night. There's no defending what happened last night. But as far as the deadline, I do think, <laughs> bottom line, it was a matter of what's out there. What do we have to give up? We're better off not doing it. And that's really hard for us all to accept because we saw how how challenged they were last night. There Obviously, there are needs that need to be addressed. But these are smart guys running this team. Last night, I have no answer. That was awful. But I think I, I, I trust Monty McNair in this case. If they didn't make a move, my feeling is there probably was nothing there that would have made sense long-term. Maybe short-term, maybe would have would have been excited about, oh, they gave up all these guys for Kyle Kuzma. But long-term, I still I trust in Monty as far as that goes. I do. I'm sorry. No, see, <laughs> I love watching you make these kind of points because you don't give me eye contact. I feel like you're, you know, acting a little bit and everything. No, I like, do. This, I do. But, all right, I trust them too. How long are we going to trust them? Trade deadline last year. Right. Off-season. Trade deadline this year. I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm playing the role of Freddie the fan. Yeah. We've had three opportunities, Whitey, to improve this team. And what would they? What should they have done? We don't know. So, we, we don't know. We right. really don't know. Right. But it's all. It's all. You know. It's talking a lot of big game. It's getting everybody excited. We all see. You know. Eventually, you got to do something. You got to do something, right? You, you can't just never, run it back. And we don't know what the options were, but you should never do something just to do something. True, but fans would feel better today if they'd done that. That's what I'm saying. Right now, it's fr- it's really frustrating. It's possible that with the passage of time, we will see that last night stunk no matter what, okay? But maybe they were better off not doing anything. At I this believe in Monty McNair. <laughs> I love that. I yeah. believe in Monty McNair. <laughs> yes. But here's the issue with that, though, and I hear you. In a vacuum, that sounds great, but it's like... How should I put this? I'm king of the... Uh, now who's not making eye contact? <laughs> no, I know, I know. I'm, I'm thinking about this. It's like having f- some friends, Whitey. You know you got a nice bike. Mm-hmm. Sweet bike. Gets you from point A to point B. When everybody else is going out there buying the motor scooters, you know, mm-hmm. the e-scooters, your bike will get you there but you'll be left in the dust. That's what it feels like today. Dallas has gotten better. OKC's gotten better. Phoenix has gotten better. Heck, Phoenix got better in the offseason. They did something. At least, you know, you say don't make moves just to make moves. At some point, you can't be cautious and, you know, uh, you know, Patient and like, no, you got to strike. You got to strike. And I don't know what the move was. That's it. But we do know this team as presently constructed is not a championship team. Can we all agree that? Absolutely. Was it a championship team this past offseason? Nope. Was it a championship team at the trade deadline last year? No. 
What move would have made them a championship team now? That's above my pay grade. Well, I mean, that's you, above my pay you grade. Gotta, you got to have it do, both ways. How come uh, Kelly Olenek or Ochai would have moved them closer, in my opinion? You know, Gordon Hayward would have moved them closer, in my opinion. As a bench guy to come in, I would have loved wing, Gordon. You need a wing defender. You need multiple things, Whitey. You need defense let's, most let's, of all. Let's call it like it is. Let's call it, let's be honest, Sacramento Kings fans. How deep are we really with this franchise? When it's time to win a championship, how deep are we? Well, we're nowhere near winning a championship. That's what I'm saying. So you don't just need one thing. You need two, three, four things. At least go out there and move us closer to a right. championship. But to me, it's clear what you need to get better. And if you're going to say, make this move, well, does it address those areas? No, but you're moving things around. That's the type of deal that I'm saying. No, ah. You need bench depth, too. We were talking about uh, Royce O'Neal. Mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily a Royce O'Neal guy, but he's a rotation player that can help you. Right now, we're about seven deep. Right now, Mike Brown, let's talk about it. You got Davion, I mean uh, Malik, and you got Trey off the bench. Mm-hmm. Sasha, who's been in and out, obviously, with the ankles. You didn't count Davion? Or you're not uh, count- I'm not counting Davion. Okay. Davion's yeah, I mean, he played solid. Well last night, he played right. solid. Fair enough. You know, I'm talking about guys that you know night in and night out you're okay with going to war with. But I'm telling you, we know that that's how they see it, that they see that they need wing depth. That's why we know they were in on OG Ananobi and they were in on Siakam and they couldn't get him. And there were there's nobody else like those guys. There are some guys that are somewhat similar. Jeremy Grant maybe is most similar, according to reports, and I don't know, but according to reports, uh, Portland was just kind of, eh, we don't really want to trade him. You're talking so, um, starting-level talent, though. I'm looking, and I've uh, I said this the last week, sometimes I think you need to fill in the side items, the 7, 8, 9, 10 in your, in your um, roster. The reason why the Denver Nuggets won the championship, and we could talk about Jokic, we could talk about Murray, Gordon, but they also had a deep bench. Mm-hmm. You go back to the Warriors championship runs, the Celtics getting there, you got to have a deep bench. And right now, we don't have a deep bench. By the way, to that point, I'm not uh, arguing with you, but to that point, Bob Myers was on today uh, on the ESPN trade deadline show, and they were talking about Denver. And he said, last year, without Jeff Green and Bruce Brown, Denver doesn't win the championship. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Bruce Brown didn't go anywhere. I think that's interesting. I think that's interesting. What was the asking? Were they wanting two first? That sounds like it might have been, mm-hmm. you know, too expensive. Mm-hmm. But there are other guys that could have helped you. And, you know, I'm looking at this text right here. Come on, Drake. could have helped you. You're right. smarter than that. One or two pieces closer at a price that compromises the future, it would be a mistake. Patience is the key. What is compromising the future? Guys got moved for... Draft picks. Draft picks. Second yeah. round picks guys got moved mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. Like, we're... If we're going to hang on to our first-round draft picks, we in trouble then. We in trouble because those 24, 25, 26 picks, that's not going to get us. That's not going to get us. I think only two first-round picks changed hands today between the the Olenek trade and the P.J. Washington deal. I think those were the only first-round picks that changed hands the whole final 24 hours of the deadline. You can't tell me Xavier Tillman couldn't have helped this team. I'm talking about toughness Mm -hmm. and grit. That guy would have – so maybe we don't get the Kuzmas, the Jeremy Grants, 
but there's still other ways to improve the roster without mortgaging the future. Yeah, I just think they see particular needs that they must address. And by the way, this is, I don't know that they're right or I don't know that they're wrong, but going back to what Sam Amick reported, uh, all signs point, this was before the deadline, all signs point to the Kings keeping their current core and then some intact. And then some. Their current core and then some. And, and when, did he, when did he... um like, This was about four or five hours ago, I think. Mm. Uh, they, they wanted to keep their current core. He said, signs point to the Kings keeping their current core and then some intact while trying to add to it without losing any of their main rotation players. I'm going to ask Jay Briano, obviously about last night, but I also wonder... What does this team need to get to that champion? Like, I, I would love to have Monty McNair on the show because I want to hear his vision on, all right, maybe nothing was out there, but how do we get from where we're at now to a top two, three team in the league? Mm-hmm. What needs to happen? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that The hard thing is that, uh, obviously, Kings fans clearly saw last night, okay, well, this is not a championship team. Um, you play like that, you're going to have a hard time – you know, getting out of the play-in if you make the play-in. And then when the team says, yeah, but that's where we are, that's tough, right? right. You're yes. a fan and you see that, oh, I had higher expectations and hopes for the rest of this year. If we're just talking about play-in, when we know one play-in. game, anything can happen. Yeah. Steph and the Warriors, LeBron and the Lakers, this team can You know what it is? You're in the why play-in right now, right? If the yeah, they're seven right now. The, the issue is this team right now is underachieving. And I think that's where the frustration is. This team can be better than what it is. Mm -hmm. And so if they live up to their potential and their potential is only a 7-8 seed, everybody's okay with it. But we know this team can be better. That's what's so frustrating. And I mentioned it. You're going to look back at the – there's five losses, I would say, that we're like, what the heck happened? I'm going to include that Philly loss. Remember, because there's no Joel Embiid that game. Philly was shorthanded in that game. I'm going to look at Charlotte. I'm going to look at Portland. I'm going to look at last night. I can look at the Milwaukee game. I can look at the Phoenix game. Those are six games. I could look at any one of the Pelicans games. Totally Give agree. us any one of those games. 100% agree. That's six or seven games, Whitey, I know. that we gave away. And so if you're in the play-in as a fan, it's hard to just be like, oh, all right, we're in the play-in. It's all good. No, we should not have been in this position. Mm-hmm. And I still think the defense, they have yeah. to improve defensively. And they like their core, right? They still, I think, see Domas, Fox, and Keegan as the core right. going forward. Nice stuff to join us right now. Uh, Kings assistant coach, Jay Triano. Coach, thank you so much for your time. Kyle Draper, uh, Whitey Gleason. Given full credit to Detroit, coach, why do you think last night ended up being such a difficult matchup for the Kings? Well, I don't know. I wish I knew. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> would have said would have said something long before. Um, I, you know, I think um, I think the first game back after a lengthy road trip and all the time zones that we changed, uh, it's you know, our, it's playing in our minds. Our sleep patterns are all, um, but there's no excuse. And you know, you got to find a way for those two hours of the game to uh, go out and be better than we were. We, we you know, obviously, our, I, I, it was one of the games where I, for. I don't know, just a handful of games so far this year. I didn't think our energy and effort was as uh, it was as good as it needed to be. And um, 
you know, they shoot 56% from the field and 55% from the three. And I think we were okay offensively, but we just had no resistance at the, uh, at the defensive end and it made for a long night for us. Coach Jay Triano joining us. Uh, Jay, you know, I'm a guy, I I speak with my emotions, I wear my hearts on my sleeve, you know, losing, I hate it, I hate what happened last night. Uh, What's the vibe inside the organization, the locker room, what was it like last night where, you know, clearly Detroit's shorthanded, I know it's the NBA, anybody can beat anybody, but is there a feeling that you let one get away last night? Absolutely, I mean, and I think it still hurts today, Uh, but uh, you know, we, we talked about it as a staff. We talked about it with the players after the game. And, you know, we, uh, we, we, we did. We let one get away there. But at, at the same time, you, you, you mentioned it's right. It's the NBA. And, you know, they're going to play five guys. We're going to play five guys. It's not like they were playing five against four. Uh, their guys, their guys worked, outworked us. And uh, that's a credit to them. Um, but, again, at the same time today, this is the NBA. And it's like, oh, we're going to dwell on this? And Nope. You've got another game tomorrow. We've got to start preparing for that game. Can we learn from our mistakes? Absolutely. And, uh, you know, that's what you hope happens, that we learn from this. And, you know, you think we'd learn from losing the Charlotte game at home. Um, but we know we have to be better in, in this building. We've got great fans. We've got great support. And um, our defensive intensity and our defensive rating at home is uh, not not even close to as good as it is when we play on the road. And that's why our road record is, is so good. Our home record could be a way, way better if we were uh, a lot more locked in at, at, at the defensive end when we play at home and make it tough for teams to want to come in here. That's interesting. Yeah, Jay Triano with us, uh, Kings assistant coach. And again, coach, we appreciate your time very much, especially, you know, the day after a, a, a loss. It's uh, tough for everybody yeah. to swallow. What were the Kings doing best during the third quarter run, and why was that ultimately uh, unsustainable for you? Yeah, I think you know, you know, we we knew we were down, and we were like, okay, now we got to now we can turn it on. There's still a lot of game to play. Um, you know, we we had like four fast breaks in, in the in the third quarter that kind of got us up and down. We got some steals. I think it all, you know, the pace of the game leads to it. We made threes. Um, we had us down for 16 missed open shots, uh, so our, our shots were not really falling. Even though you know we shot 34% on 44 threes, um, you know we think we can be better than that. We had open looks and we didn't make them. Um, I thought Davion came in and created some juice for us. Uh, I, the, the, you know, all night long it seemed that we were scrambling for the, a, a lineup that could get us going, and we thought we had it going there in the third quarter. We started the same group in the fourth, and. You know, we we went from up two to up four, and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, kind of maybe our, our our legs gave out a little bit, but we hit that dry spell, in the, or you know, three minutes into the fourth quarter, where uh, it became tough for us to score and tough for us to get stops, and it just seemed like we'd score or miss a couple free throws, or anytime we did something, they'd come back and they'd hit a three. So it was just like uh, you know, getting double buried on on some of those possessions. Assistant coach Jay Triano joining the drive guys here, Sacktown Sports 1140. Coach, uh, we've seen teams come in. Orlando have a franchise record with threes. Detroit last night shooting close to 55%. I know you guys preach closing out and defending the three. It's such a big part. Why has the team struggled in that area, you think? Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, we talk, you know, we drill every single day. Um, You know, we're not the longest team um, from the wing perspective to uh, challenge or, or to, to change a lot of shots. But we, we, we try, you know, if there's, a, if there's hot guys, we try to run them off. Um, you know, and I, 
Um, I may be wrong on this, but it seems like it's some of the guys that aren't hot that come in here and have great day, great night shooting. Um, but you know, you've got to be you know very attentive to the game plan as far as who the shooters are, who we're going to run off, and uh, frankly, some of them in you know in the Orlando game, we get caught trying to defend a certain player, you know, with a double team or a trap or a, a shift, and that leaves a three-point shot open. So. You know, we're, we're trying to take away rim points and we're trying to take away the three, but you know, it just seems like teams come in here sometimes and they get it rolling on us. Coach, how surprising is it to lose by double digits in a game in which you took really good care of the ball and only turned it over four times? Yeah. Well, that's why, yeah, that's why I say it. Like, offensively, it uh, wasn't a bad game. Like, you know, except for the missed shots, and you know, you score 120 points, you think that's enough. Uh, we were plus eight in the transition game. Um, you know, it's, we, we measure a thing called shot quality. Uh, we were, it was our sixth best shot quality game wow. of the season. Now, shot efficiency wasn't quite up to, up there, and that's missing shots. But still, at the same time, when you, you would think 120 points is enough. And, mm. um, you know, unfortunately, last night it wasn't. And, you know, I, I wouldn't say we were as crisp as we'd like to be offensively either. You know, so I'm not, I'm not pinning it all on, uh, on defense. Coach, uh, what can we do to get Keegan more uh, involved? He's hit hit a little bit of a slump here the last week and a half or so. Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, we're all trying to figure out how to get him going. And, you know, I think this is just part of his uh, being a young player, part of the journey, figuring out the league. We're, you know, we're up against the trade deadline, the all-star game, and all-star break is in, in view. Everybody's looking for a little bit of a break to get away. It's been 50 something games already. And, you know, I think I think getting staying getting and staying locked in is an NBA skill that young players still have to to figure out. And you know, Keegan, you know, I think he's been great for us. Um, I don't even know if he was that bad. He missed a couple shots, but uh, he seemed to get in foul trouble. That seemed to throw him off. And again, I think you know, adjusting to travel, adjusting to the NBA schedule, and learning how to play through all that is part of his growth process. Uh, Coach, we've been talking all year long, of course, about the ups and downs of the season. And Malik mm-hmm. mentioned it last night. He talked about, you know, three steps forward, two steps back. To me, the yeah. number one reason, there's obviously a lot of reasons. The biggest reason is the team just has not been able to be as consistent defensively as you guys would like. Is that, do you agree? Is that maybe the number one reason the consistency has not been there this year? Yeah. Um, I think I, I think you know I, I think you could say that for the offensive end as well. Uh, you know, you mentioned Keegan, uh, HB uh, hit a little bit of a spell there. He bounced back in the last you know five or six games. Um, I don't think uh, Foxy's been quite the same as he was a year ago as far as his ability to mm-hmm. close games and 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 get in the paint and make something happen down the stretch. So. Um, I don't know if you can, you know, blame it all on, on, on defense, but is it something we work on every single day and we try to, you know, preach about getting better at that at that end of the floor? Because realistically, when we are good defensively and with the speed that we have, we turn it in, we, we try to turn it into points going the other way. And it seems when we're good defensively, we get the offense flowing pretty good as well. Assistant Coach Jay Triano joining us here on The Drive, guys. Sacktown Sports, 1140. Coach uh, Whitey just talked about the roller coaster. Malik talked about it. I'm living it as well. How do you guys stay even keeled? I mean, you've been around for a while. How do you stay even keeled through these ups and downs? Well, I think, you know, we have a, this motto, and I've learned this a long time ago because, you know, I'm, I'm the same. You know, obviously, and last night was very emotional, and, I, and for me it still hurts today. But at the same time, 
um, there's another game tomorrow. And we've got a real good team coming in here. And the NBA is relentless as far as the number of games rolling in. And we've got four and six days here before the break. So we can't sit here and sulk and whine and complain about a loss against the Detroit Pistons. We've got a real good team coming in here. And, you know, for our, uh, you know, for our growth, we focus on the process, you know, one game at a time, one possession at a time and play that possession the best that we can. And hopefully that turns into uh, positive outcomes for us. Uh, we get caught up in, outcomes a lot in this business and uh, business is, is about outcomes but as a staff and as an organization we focus on the day-to-day uh, process and hopefully the outcomes take care of themselves. Coach as we look at the roster and look at ways this team could be better the rest of the season I look at Sasha and he you know he shows flashes and then he gets hurt is that fair to say there's a lot of room here still for him to kind of find a consistent role stay healthy start knocking down his shots is he a guy that could be a lot better the rest of the way than than what we've seen so far. Yeah, I think we've seen signs that you know Sasha can really you know, shoot the basketball yeah. and you know create space for Fox and Sabonis out there, and um, you know the injury kind of hurt him because I thought he was in a really good space uh, as far as starting to find that role. Um, and then you get out, of, you get injured, and then you're out of rotation, and then you got to find your way back and get healthy at the same time as finding your, your spot. So, um, you know, it's never easy for guys in that, in that position. And uh, I thought he had fought himself out of, you know, being on the bench to being a little bit more of a player. And then all of a sudden you get hurt, but um, that's why, you know, this is such a team game and somebody else has to step up. Somebody else has to uh, take charge when you, when you run into those, uh, you know, situations, but uh, Sasha's definitely a guy that we need to be better in the second half here for sure. Coach, looking at the schedule, obviously, is difficult. Western Conference, uh, every game means so much. You got Denver coming in. Give me an early scouting report on them, and and how do you try to slow down uh, Jokic? Yeah, well, we've got them on a back-to-back, so um, they play tonight. So hopefully, um, that's 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 a good thing for us. They're they're, they're very sound. Obviously, offensively, because they run so many things through him, and they've got Jamal Murray, who is a a great player. But they, they, you know, defending champions, they've just got a great way about them. Twelfth uh, rank defense, they do a good job of taking away transition, which is kind of our forte. Um, it's going to be tough. I mean, we know who we're up against, and you know, it's going to be you know one of those uh, games where you know technically and tactically they look really good, but this is one of those games where we we better have a lot of fire because of the way our last performance uh, played out and. Uh, Sometimes you can make up for a lot of things just the way we saw the Pistons come in here shorthanded and, you know, a game where they weren't supposed to do very well. Uh, they came in here and outwork us. So we have to outwork them, number one. Number two, we have to find ways to move the ball from one side to the other. If, if he's going to play a lot of minutes, let's make him move. Let's tire him out and maybe he becomes less effective at the offensive end. Best of luck on the trip, Coach. Thank you again, and we hope to talk to you soon. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you All very right, much. Coach. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Jay Triano, we'll um... – We'll discuss everything he had to say when we come back. Also, we'll look at last night and what exactly fans were booing when the Drive Guys return. Sacktown Sports. Catch Styles and Watkins live from Radio Row as they bring you the biggest guests in the NFL. Sacktown Sports Radio Row coverage is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. 
When it's time for a road trip, prepare with a visit to Jiffy Lube for all your automotive maintenance needs, from oil changes to tire rotations and more. Jiffy Lube is your road trip headquarters. Get the best local coverage of the big game with Styles and Watkins. Wednesday through Friday from 10 to 2 on Sacktown Sports and SacktownSports.com. The Drive Guys powering your afternoons Monday through Friday on Satown Sports. Woo! Thanks for being with us on this difficult day for Kings fans. Somebody on the chat wanted us to ask what's wrong with Fox. I didn't ask what's wrong with Fox Drapes because I know coaches like that. He not if he knows he's not going to tell you. Right, right. He's he's not not gonna go, oh, be, well, let me yeah. tell you exactly what's yeah, wrong with well, you. Well, he broke his shoulder yeah. last week. Yeah. Or so, you know, it's, yeah. it's not happening. So it's a waste of everybody's time. Uh, yeah, and. He's a, he'd probably answer the same way Coach Brown's been answering, which is, I think he's fine. You can ask him, but he's fine as far as I know. Right. So that's why we didn't go there. Uh, on the text line, someone says, you heard it here first. They will not make the play-in. Dallas improved at the deadline. The six teams ahead of them are better. They are next to worst at defending the three. Lakers, Warriors, and our Houston will overtake them. They will lose three of the next four oh games. Gosh. Probably all four. Who is this Talk person? Talk about that. Who is this I don't, person? Don't oh, my God. Houston. Her, yeah. Herm Edwards, by the way, coming up today, and he'll remind you. Put your name on it. <laughs> yeah. But how about that? He says, talk about that. Man, I, I'm I'm upset. I'm a fresh, <laughs> I'm frustrated, but, man, some people They're are jumping off. Some people jumping off the ship completely, <laughs> giving away their season tickets, not renewing them next year. Like, it, it, it's okay. Like, I, I'm, I'm angry. I'm frustrated, too, but. Let's not go too far. Mm-hmm. You're 29 mm-hmm. and 21. 339 1 Javier from Vacaville with us on Sackdown Sports. What's up, Jay? Hey, oh, Javier, what's yeah, up, man? Yeah. We're having a little bit of a hard time hearing you, Javier. Go ahead. Can you hear me better now? Can you hear me better now? Yeah, you, it sounds like you're in a wind tunnel, bro. <laughs> Nah, just driving. Uh, you know, I know Mr. Gleason. I played uh, four years high school football with Bugs and Nephews, you know, for a yeah. long, long time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Mr. Draper, Mr. Draper uh, we talked at the Kings game. I'm sure you talked to hundreds, not thousands of people there. Just, we just wrapped after the game. I said, appreciate you for keeping uh, what you say on air, better for worse, genuine. You know, and I just, I, I'm frustrated because uh, I don't want to hear this contention of, we're going to aim for a championship conversation anymore from Sacramento. And I'm a Kings fan through and through since 1998. It's no, it's no uh, discredit to them, but they're not in the business of trying to win a championship. They're going to let the process run its course, and they're going to slow play. They're trying to do what Denver did before they got to where they got, and that was to the pinnacle last season. And there's nothing wrong with that. But this whole, like, we're going to chase and try to become a contender, we know, and, and the fans, even with Stevie Wonder, like I can tell you, that they don't have the defensive wherewithal to win a championship. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to see that. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to know that they're not physical enough, they're not tough in the interior, they have no solid perimeter defenders, and most importantly, they don't have a killer instinct. And that's not a flaw from the talent level. It's a flaw internally with the mindset. You can't make De'Aaron Fox make his overall morale that way. But when you see guys like, uh, Royce O'Neal getting traded for a second-round pick, and any of the guys that w- got flipped that you could have acquired for next to nothing, and the Kings are going to stand pat to keep their camaraderie, the team, that's absolutely ridiculous. But, again, in Monty, we trust. I, 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 excuse me, I trust in him 
within reason. But to sit there and just twiddle your thumbs as teams in front of you, even with you and behind you, have got better, and we just stand and pat. Or stood pat. Last year was a little different because the microcosm was, hey, we're going to stay and let this rhythm and, and what we're at with our momentum see where it runs and, and have that run its course. But now we see the team's deficiency has been, and it's been for the last Two thousand, what, twenty years almost? Eighteen years has been defensively, and I just cannot sit there and look at all these players that got traded. And I'm not talking about the Kyle Kuzmas or the Zach Levines or the you know Jeremy Grants of the world, whatever it may be. But they keep holding back, and we didn't get OG or Pascal. Okay, well that's done. But there's guys that you could have got that could have helped you in the margins, but in significant roles. Matisse Thibels of the world. And, like I said, Royce O'Neal, Dorian Finney-Smith. It could have been a plethora of, of guys, the Tyus Joneses of the world. Whoever met the Bogdan Bogdanovich, or excuse me, the Boyan Bogdanovich mm-hmm. and the uh, Alec Burke, who's was a bucket, a walking bucket. They couldn't help you improve your bench play? Thank you, Javier. Good to hear I, from I hear you. you, man. That's, you know, and, and it, like you said, in Monty we trust, but – Man, I, I just wish we knew more. You I know? believe in Monty McNair. I, exactly. I, I wish Monty McNair was was on our air right now, like, because mm-hmm. uh, I want to hear from him. Do you like, know anybody who works for the Kings? Nah, let me uh, see if I can uh, <laughs> make it happen. I'm sure it'll be a big fat no, but uh, it, it would be nice because. And, and what's you know frustrating about this? And my therapist says this too, like. I thought I was your therapist. No, oh no, I got to go to therapy because of you. Uh, He he said, you know, lack of information leads to speculation. Leads for you any. It could be anything. Maybe they, you know, made an offer for Pascal OG or whatever, and it was just too much. You know, we don't know, and that's I think the part of the the frustration is we don't know. We got to blindly trust. Right now, what Monty McNair is doing. And my thing is, how long does that last, Kings fans? Like, Monty's done a hell of a job. He's got us to this point. Now we got to take the next step, you know? Now we got to make that leap. And it may not be this year. Hopefully it's this offseason. It might be next trade deadline. But when do we start saying, stop saying, and Monty would trust? I'm looking at Indiana. Mm -hmm. They revamped their team on the fly. They got Tyrese, and they got Pascal Siakam. They traded away Buddy Heald. Like, they're making moves. I'm looking at the Knicks. The Knicks are going for it right now because they feel like they have the pieces. And they're also not going to get it. But go ahead. They're not going to get it, but they might make it to the Easter Conference Finals. But they're at least pretending like they can. Mm -hmm. Right, exactly. Right now, you know, and, and, and people have said this, like Dallas, they made moves to improve. Like, if you're not improving and you're just stagnant, especially in today's NBA, are you really going backwards? You are. You're either getting better or you're not. Or you're I not, believe yeah. in Monty McNair. Yeah. If it helps answer your question of how long do we keep the, the faith in Monty McNair, that's from last year at the trade deadline. So today sure. we're still saying, do you believe in Monty McNair? I believe in Monty McNair. If I look at this roster and I look at what they could have acquired, we think, and I look at where it would have gotten them, if they had to give up anything of value to get those things, ah. I understand why they decided the move Moves that make us better or not better. What do you got? Breaking news. Breaking news. You need to sound. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I know. I have to go. I have to go. I didn't have any heads up. I have to go find the sound <laughs> now, you know. News. You're never going to have a heads up on breaking news. When it news. breaks, we have it first. It's Sacktown Sports. It's breaking news.
Monty McNair must be listening to us right now as we speak. Uh Uh-huh. Monty McNair will be available for a press conference tomorrow at 12 o'clock. Kings GM Monty McNair will participate in a press conference. That means he's going to answer some questions tomorrow at 12 o'clock. All right. So from my mouth to Monty's ears... Right. I made it happen. That's the only reason That's why you would have this press reason. conference. Your boy just, hey, your boy's <laughs> coming through for y'all today. Right? Someone in King's PR was listening to us. And they were like, oh, you know, we should probably announce right. that we're doing a press conference. <laughs> like, they had it planned, but then they're like, Drapes is like, why haven't we heard from Monty McNair? They're like, well, we should probably tell them. Well, that'll be interesting. Yes. Thank you for lining that up for us. I got yeah. you. I, you know, I take care of you. better you know? to have him on the show. On our, I know. I know. I might have to go over there early and... Uh, Record something with him or something like that, or we get them an exclusive one. Oh, so we afterwards. get the sloppy seconds with Monty McNair no, no, after no, no, the. No. If we get exclusive. That's yeah. After no, the I, press conference, well, no. the press conference is at noon. Our show's not till two tomorrow. No, yeah. Let me text him and say, hey, I need you at two. Actually, start that press conference right at two o one. Now, if I get that done, you know, but it'll be on Styles and Watkins tomorrow at noon. Yes, let's hope so. You know, they're in Vegas here, so we may have to do some uh, figuring. Uh, but we'll figure. Wouldn't that be out. funny if they're like, we have Monty McNair, but also Alec Ingold of the Dolphins at the same time? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Would love to see that interview. Yeah. You know what what he's gonna say, don't you? Don't we know what he's gonna say? What we we looked at a lot of options, and we just felt ultimately, long term and short term, we're better off with what we had, given what we'd have to give up. Right. Isn't that? Isn't that where we are? Isn't that the only thing that makes any sense? It doesn't make sense, as frustrated as we are as fans. And again, last night's frustrating. I have no explanation for last mm-hmm. night. But the trade deadline, there's no way that Monty goes, well, that guy'd be pretty good, but uh, no. Uh, Royce O'Neal for nothing? Pass. You know, he's smarter than we are and knows the team better. So as frustrating as it is to think they didn't do anything, I think he had, must have had good reason. Again, last night. Right, of course. Nothing. I I don't think it's that he's scared or anything like that. You know, but I will say this. I was in Chicago last week, two weeks ago, whenever it was. Zach Levine, they announced, was getting the surgery. And that Chicago media grilled Billy Donovan for 20 minutes. They had him under the coals, raked him under the coals. Our media, there's going to be a lot of softballs Mm -hmm. up there tomorrow. And so, Monty shouldn't be worried at all, you know. He should come on our show. He should come on everybody. Like, we're throwing softballs out there. Mm-hmm. And so, you're right. Tomorrow, he's going to say that. And we're going to let him get away with it. What else can you do, you know? We're going to accept that. But, I, you know, the question I would like to ask him, and I, I may go there tomorrow, actually. What do you say to the frustrated fan base who feels like, oh, yeah. you know, Last trade deadline, this offseason, now this trade deadline. What's your message to the people who are frustrated right now that you didn't make any moves? And here's the thing, Kyle, is that press conference is, what, at noon? Yep. You start a little late. You have your press conference. First thing, next thing you know, it's one. We're on the air at two, and we're right. out there. Monty, you're already going to be there. Right. Right? Monty, come on over. Yeah, come sit up. No, you're right. You're right. It's uh, We are there. I forgot. We're there yeah. tomorrow. We're yeah, literally doing day. our show from there. All he has to do is walk yes. over, come right. on up. Yeah. You're right. We may, uh, let, let's effort that. You don't let's even effort. have to come all the way up. We'll set up a set micro up the court mic side. Down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that should happen. And we can ask him those questions then. 
Yeah, so. that's a very good question, and I understand the frustration, and I'm anxious for the answers myself. I just think I know what the answers are going to be. Uh, we'll get back to the fans last night. What exactly fans were booing? I know it seems like a simple question, but I think it's fascinating. That's next Ooh. year with the Drive Guys on Sackdown Sports. I believe in Monty McNair. Jiffy Lube, a proud partner of Sackdown Sports, is sending Styles and Watkins on the road to Las Vegas. Whoa! Road trip! Starting Wednesday from 10 to 2, join the guys live from Radio Row as they get exclusive interviews to prep you for the big game. It's Styles and Watkins live from Vegas, all part of our Jiffy Lube road trip on Sacktown Sports and the Sacktown Sports app. Afternoon home for King's Talk and so much more. The Drive Guys on Sackdown Sports. Yeah, so much more. We do have a Super Bowl to discuss. 4.30, the great Herm Edwards is going to join us. At some point, Kyle wants to talk about something that Ross Tucker tweeted or something. I don't know. He's uh, a Philly guy. Whatever. My guy, Ross Tucker. Whatever. I thought he was my guy, too. <laughs> He's a former Buffalo Bill, and that's all he'll ever be to me. You know, he makes some good points. Let's hear him out. Yeah. Thank you, Kyle. Thank I didn't you. see any. But anyway, uh, we'll get to that. And then some people on the text line are starting to come around a little bit on the deadline. Are they? You know, and there's obviously there's this is a safe space for all views from uh, somebody from the 916. Again, I wish you put your name on it. I don't understand everybody questioning. None of them are as smart as uh, being a general manager as Monty is. Everyone has all these complaints. If they were that smart, they'd be a GM already. You could have traded second-round picks now. By not trading them, you still have them to sweeten your pot later on. It's true. It is true. It's 100% true. But this is what we do. Kings are in the early phases of that. Everybody just needs to chill out a bit. This is what we do, though. This is Monday morning quarterbacking. This is... At this present moment, uh-huh. this is how it is. Now, if Monty goes out and turns those picks into something, all right, thank you, Monty. Great job. But right now, especially after that loss, fans are allowed to be frustrated. Oh, yes. People are allowed to be upset right yes. now. Yes, 339-1140, 1-800-920-1140. Will joins us on Sackdown Sports. Hello, Will. Man, y'all got to stop that, man. Y'all got to stop. <laughs> what? Stop, stop. You got to stop, man. Look, we, we've been suffering – even before you came here, Dre, we've been suffering for years, man. You know, we're trying to get back to, you know, to where we was back in 2002, 2003. with C. Webb and Bibby and them mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and Doug and them. So this is a long-time frustration. And then when you get a team who has the ability to be successful and you keep laying eggs with these, these, these weak, sorry teams you let come in here and beat you, there's no excuse for that. Nope. There's no excuse You're right. for them to let the Pistons come in here and beat them with half the roster mm. not even playing. You, you are know, right. I, I remember the last time when they played, I was praying. I was glad Cunningham didn't play because I'm saying if Cunningham played, it's going to be competitive. They didn't even have Cunningham last night. And then here's one of my problems, and, and you and Katie do a good job. You do a good job. 
You don't allow yourself to get frustrated and throw the mic down <laughs> and say, but I know where you're feeling. I know where you're coming from, man. You're from Philly. I know what's in your heart. I know this because, you know, you, you know the game. You you, you and, uh, and, and Whitey know the game. Here's the thing. They allowed, like Ivy got cooking. He got cooking. Everybody seen he got cooking, and they kept running the same play. They kept running him off of picks and screens and getting him one on one with with, with Herder and 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 uh and Brown didn't make any adjustments. Did did did, did uh Kessler play one minute last night? I don't think so. Huh. I don't think he played one minute last night. He did not. It's the game. It's the games that we the teams that. We're supposed to stomp them kings. And then we, we need we need some we need at least one or two guys that's chippy, man. That's that don't take no you know, like like the Morris brothers, you know, right. campaign, champ, campaign. We need guys who look, you're gonna get fouled. I ain't trying to hurt you, but you're gonna get fouled. You Ivy, you hitting two or three in a row, you're gonna get knocked down next 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 play. I mean, it's it's that we don't have we don't have that killer instinct. That attitude and the last guy was 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 outstanding with his with his uh commentary, man. The last guy, he Javier. was super, man. He, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he he knew his stuff. See, here's the thing, man. We, <laughs> we don't are. play no physical ball at all. At all. I, I mean you like well. these guys. Yeah, hey, 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 Drake, you know you even I I seen you play in the rec league, man. You <laughs> you would have knocked somebody oh, down. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, a hundred percent. Like, and and I, I appreciate the call, Will. And, and that's the thing that's so bothersome about about what we see from the Kings is that Jay Nivey is cooking. He's killing you. Mm-hmm. He's laughing. Mm-hmm. He's talking to your crowd. He's looking at your crowd, and nobody does anything. Nobody such a hard screen. Nobody a hard foul. Like, you know what? When Kevin Herter got ejected. I was okay with it because at least he showed a level of pissed offness, frustration. A little late, though. It was a little late. What was that earlier? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where was that earlier when Jaden Ivey was cooking? And, and so I need to see that earlier. You know, I don't know, man. I, I don't know the answer, man, because I said we got some good guys in the locker room, great guys. But to Will's point, sometimes you need some dogs. You need some jerks. You need some – uh, Morris twins or somebody like that, you know, who will take a frustration foul. Like we don't even have frustration fouls about the officiating. We don't even, you know, get job, get robbed by the officials and grab somebody and then turn and bark at the officials. We just, we're just playing, man. We're not competing sometimes. So you would have liked to have seen them get somebody like that at the deadline. hundred percent. You don't even 100%. care what position he played necessarily. Who did we have on? Was it Doug or somebody? We had on a former player, and we talked about um, – ah, I forget who it was. It, but we talked about you need, like, the Tony Allens of the world, the Marcus Smarts. A like, physical a tone physical setter. physical tone setter. Exactly. We don't have that right now. No, and no. I, and I'll go back to something Coach Triano said uh, in our interview at 315, and I said this yesterday to Whitey. We need positional length. We're not a long perimeter defensive team. Right, right. So we needed to get go out there and get somebody like that too. And so it's not just one guy, but you can add pieces here and there. Denver didn't transform overnight. They slowly added pieces. 
where's our slowly adding of pieces right now? That's mm-hmm. what I want to see. Yeah. They did try to get Ananobi, and they tried to get Pascal Siakam. And, and they would address some of that. They weren't able to. And other than that, I think they looked around and said, pass. Dog, I, I tried to date the prom queen back in high school, too. Mm-hmm. How'd that work out for me? I don't I, know. I guess not well. You know, there's an old <laughs> clip, and Kyle, you may uh, uh, need to find this. This is about 10, 15 years ago. A Miami Heat kid is at a game. Good he, job, good, good effort. Good job, good effort. Good job, That's good what we effort. need right now. You know exactly what I'm talking about. That's what it sounds like we want to give Monty and the Kings right now. Ah, you tried. Good job, good effort. I think that was the 2011 or 2012 finals. Yeah, was it? Yeah. 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 And they got thumped by <laughs> they, somebody, by OKC or somebody. Good job, good effort. Yeah, it's, it's like we're giving. Oh, this, you found that. <laughs> Dude, you found that quickly, bro. That's impressive. I did. I didn't. This is before my time, but uh, this is kind of cute, actually. So this was after. Uh, this was after Boston beat Miami in the yeah. 2012 playoffs, uh, and then I think the game after that was the one where LeBron had the went the, off. Right? Yeah, the yeah. crazy 48 yeah, point game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good uh, job. Good effort. Yep. Finds a reader. We'll be right back, and we'll hear from Malik Monk on what he thought of the booze last night when we return on Sackdown Sports. Oh, that's a reader.